You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Welcome to another Tadpock Podcast. This is a show that happens twice a week. We're two old guys, uh, uh, three old guys, uh, play fucking old ass games. So old. Some fucking so old, 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 ODE, old ass games. Today we're talking about the oldest of games. The oldest game, the oldest game, period. There's none before. Ever. There's nothing before <laughs> Fantasy Star 4. Sexual manipulation. <laughs> oh, Fantasy, Fantasy Star 4. <laughs> Fantasy Star 4. So I, I scan through the archives to find who do we know, who else mm. that does not live in Japan, who lives in America that has that has played and beaten Fancy Star Four. An American boy. An American. We boy. need an American boy on this show. <laughs> so, you know, a real, just a real American, just just bleeds red, white, and blue to offset us. Yeah, because because you're okay. I'm Irish, and you're. Uh, I'm Eastern European. Eastern European. Okay. Rem- yeah. Yes. Um, you remember I used I had sprayed gas on the car. Remember? Yeah. Okay. That's a tadpog. And your cut. prison tattoos. And my Prius. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Because I'm now I'm just thinking of that one movie with Viggo Mortensen where he has all the tattoos and he just beats everybody's ass. Tattoo man beat ass. I believe is the name <laughs> of that. <laughs> is that the one? That was it, it's that that's the movie or that's an anime. It's it's one of the two. I hope that's the synopsis of whatever movie you're talking about on IMDb. It's just a sentence. Tattoo man beat <laughs> ass. <laughs> but one half of Tadpog Sweethearts, Joshua Nance. Yeah. Hi guys. I was uh I was just shooting my gun drinking a beer when Tyler called. <laughs> America, <laughs> man. Were you sorting out things overseas? <laughs> <laughs> Only when it's in your best interest though, right? See, I'm not American. Whoa. I think you just got yeah. Now, did I have too political? Did I offend you? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's American. He's very offended. Very, very, very very offended. Yeah. So what's up, guys? Now we're we're, this is the first recorded recorded not first tadpog of the new year, but first tadpog we recorded in 2017. And we do have a New Year's resolution. Yeah, and that is um, to stop producing bad shows. Oh shit. Okay. I should have shared that before, maybe. <laughs> Man, before we were started recording this. I wish I had so much paper to just start crumpling up and throwing. <laughs> Here, let me crumple these napkins. <laughs> yeah. These are great for Foley, right? All I have at all I have at hand are like tacks and screws. So like, <laughs> it's not gonna work. Just glass. That's the screw from the great Tadpog video game mm-hmm. quiz yeah. that Tyler put together for It's on Patreon. Uh, it's on Patreon. I had a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, I did too. Good, I'm glad. Because it got off to a rocky start, but I feel like once... That's part of the charm. Once we got halfway to the music category, (laughs) thanks, Big Dumb. The first half of that episode is what gave me the idea for the New Year's resolution. (laughs) (laughs) No more of that. It gets better. That's what all those videos were about, about our podcast episodes. It gets better. That was a great episode. It was was good. And like, I... It It was a lot of fun to record. It it was a lot of fun, and it didn't dawn on me like until... I had gotten home from recording that night where I was like, damn, Tyler put a lot of time into that. Because mm-hmm. you wrote all those questions on index cards, right? Mm-hmm. That took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So, like, thank you for doing that. 
I eventually, like the music category, I eventually stopped posing them in the form of questions and just wrote down game and song. Yeah. <laughs> and very fast doctor-like script. That's all you need, really. I like, but, to, I like to picture uh, Tyler dictating to Melissa, <laughs> just pacing back and forth. Bioshock! <laughs> Do stenographers, they use a special typewriter, right? Yeah. Yeah, does she have one of those? Yeah. A baby yeah. typewriter thing they call one? <laughs> <Yeah. them? laughs> just like all hunched Give me the baby like, typewriter. Give me a long-fingered baby typewriter, <laughs> Only please. six keys, please. <laughs> How do those work? Are they just all phonetic? I've, I've wondered that. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. Or is it, None it whatsoever. It must just all be shorthand. Though, hieroglyphics? Right? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. What is the hieroglyphic for um, three years in prison? Because that's probably something I hear. They hear a lot. The judge is like, three years in prison. Uh, there is a, it's a Ghostbusters, looks like a Ghostbusters emblem. Yeah. And you hit it a number of times for, for years. The no-no sign. Yeah. yeah. It's just a sad man <laughs> inside of it instead of a ghost or a woman. <laughs> you know, you know, like my wife, just a yeah. sad man inside of it. <laughs> And did you know that in the 60s, they um, sent out new typewriters that also had um, bad women inside of the Ghostbuster symbol? It's very progressive. Yeah, it's very progressive. Business was booming for the stenographer Mm -hmm. typewriter (laughs) manufacturer, which of course is known as Longfinger Baby Keys. (laughs) (laughs) Longfinger Baby Keys. Yeah, ink. Well, before we delve into it, because we're actually doing, it's no longer longer a meme, we are doing Fantasy Star Four. Fantasy Star Those are Four. Playing down through oh. digital trends, top twenty-five signatures games. You were serious. Oh, you played through Fantasy oh, Star. Oh no, no. I didn't I thought we were just it was a joke. I didn't, <laughs> oh. I didn't play the game. I thought we were gonna talk about what celebrities oh, we man. learned to fuck. You know, yeah. Fantasy Star, whatever. I got all kinds of wiener stats. What am I gonna do with these? <laughs> so I think this will be actually be a two-parter episode. Yeah. Because you blew my mind, Dave. You blew my mind. I, yes. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome for that. Don't tell Melissa. She doesn't listen anymore, right? Nope. All right. Never has. Good. Even when she's in here. No. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I played this game. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. I'm pleasantly surprised. I wasn't going to, and then what I did was I just said, you know what? This is my job, and um, part of my job, if that means like I don't play Final Fantasy 15 on vacation, then that's what it means. I'll play Fantasy Star 4 instead. Well, I hope that so you'll agree with me that the experience was worth it. We'll get into it. Okay. We'll get into it. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> but So before we break down Fantasy Star 4, part one, because <laughs> yes. we're going to break down everything into two parts, including this massive-ass package that we have here. Uh, that is a giant package. Mm-hmm. Um it is, it is too the big talk for of Master one Mold. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's too big for one episode. Uh, that's a huge package, guys. So this package, package is from Ruby Baron, Paul Cool, and he has enclosed a letter. He specifically asked me to bring chicken tendies for this. So nice. I've dropped by Hardee's because we all know they have the second best chicken tendies in town. That's true. So I brought First them. best being just hamburgers? You know, I've never had chicken tenders from just hamburgers. I'm sorry, wasn't Sage Ian. Um, I was referring to Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen oh. has some very good chicken tenders. See, I like Dairy Queen chicken t- Twick and Twindas. I do have an LIT in front of me, so that's all right. We'll see how part two goes. <laughs> he doesn't drink it. <laughs> just proximity. Uh, Tyler and Dave. It's the Ruby Baron Paul Paul Cluel. Yes. Oh Pla- boy. Plop Cluel. Oh, man. I'm- <laughs> We're like 15 minutes in, guys. I do feel floaty already. Uh, Like I didn't think I made this that strong. Maybe I'm just... All I've had today is spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm on a new all spaghetti diet for 2017. I, I can I can eat two things: spaghetti and Long Island iced tea. So I was just like, I don't want to survive 2017. <laughs> so it's called the all carbs and alcohol diet. It's very most popular. Americans do. It's very popular. It's Rebaron Paul Kluwell. Sorry about the radio package. Radio slash package silence. It's been a busy six months. To make up for it, here's a special care package with a bunch of sauces and a couple of surprises. Uh oh. Mm. Hope you guys hope to have you guys back on loaded cart soon, Paul. P.S. It's Kiki Ki Ma Ma Ma, not Ch 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 Ha Ha Ha. That is a. Um, Will we get that when we open the package, or is that something else? I don't know. I that is a Friday the Thirteenth reference. Um, because oh, the k- 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 that is one of the loading screens in the Friday the Thirteenth game. It it oh. tells you that um, that I've been doing it wrong my entire life. Oh, well, see, I wonder if this is a a GIF versus Jeff kind of thing. Like, has the public taken it over? So. K- 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 it's hard. I, I like I like mine. I do I too. Like mine more. I think I, it, I think it sounds more more correct. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more authentic. I'm gonna try to make a change. That's my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I'm gonna try to make a Just change. Just in general. Yes. All right. Well, before we open this box, do we want to delve into this or do we want to delve into what you brought over there? Um, I don't know that you. I I'm not gonna have this on the show. I've had this before. This is oh. this is hot sauce called Mad Dog Three Fifty Seven. Uh, my sister and her fiance gave me this hot sauce for Christmas, and um, it is very hot. It's very very mm, good. Six hundred K Scovilles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. It says that up top, and then at the bottom it says made with six million Scoville pepper extract. So I don't know what that means. That's weird. Like on, on, I looked it up online, and yeah. it's, it says six hundred thousand. Okay. It does have a that maker does make a four million Scoville hot sauce, but so we have forty four Magnum. This is probably not as hot as the um, Endorphin Rush that we that we oh, tried okay. or the Flashbang. Right. That puts it in, that puts it in perspective. But it's okay. yeah, I would it's pu- fucking hot though. Yes, <laughs> it is fucking hot. But it's don't expect that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm not gonna have this on the show because it did like it did straight ruin me. Um, mm. And I don't want to be. I want to be ruined. I don't. Well, then here you go, buddy. You can go. I mean, if you want to try it, I'll, I'll try at the end of whenever we get the, the segment. That okay. I'm, our la- the last bite I will have with this. And I hope um, Ruby Bear and Paul Cluel. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to big time you. <laughs> well, like I also brought this fruit cake over here to eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First thing I pull out. All right, what we got? Oh man, all this stuff is wrapped so well. There's like packing peanuts. And everything's know, lovingly, really which is good. Oh, listen to that sound. I know. Yeah. Good foley work. All right, Great Lakes Brewing Company, Dortmunder Gold Lager Barbecue Sauce. Say that. What is? What's Dort, it? Dortmunder. I mean, there's no like oot loud over on any of those. Dort- so it could just be. Du- Dortmunder. Dortmunder? Dortmunder gold lager. Now, is that a kind of duck? God, I've had like two sips of this thing. Why am I already so floaty? Shit. Not enough spaghetti, dog. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> or too much spaghetti. <laughs> you got to figure out that ratio before <laughs> February comes around. Got to vodka sauce in the spaghetti. No, I don't like vodka sauce. Is What is a, what is a Dortmunder? I have no idea. I guess some kind of beer. A waterfowl? Drew oh. Bailey, let us know. It's some kind of lager, right? Maybe it's a whiskey drink. You guys allegedly... Oh, okay. And not a vodka drink? Okay. <laughs> I should have brought a knife in here. This 
I like to watch there you struggle. Go. I got a knife, but I just just want to watch you struggle. I know you do. All right, here I'll pass you. A, I'll pass you a chicken tinder. All right. And actually, because I'm a big man, I'm a big strong man. Yeah. I'm gonna rip, rip that styrofoam. I'm gonna rip this lid off of the styrofoam container. I'll share it with Joshua. Joshua Roland. Roland, Roland, Roland. There you go. There's there's four tindies on a Thank you. very redneck plate. <laughs> it's America. Dave. It's like it's like eating at home. Sorry, very American plate. Okay, I'll pour a scotch out onto the. That's not a scotch, but there we that's go. That's a good amount. That's that's a scooch. Damn, you got Dortmunder everywhere. <laughs> Josh, thank you. Let's go ahead and dip it in that Dort Dortmunder. You just, you just dip it right in, just like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Get it. There we go. All right, I'm gonna try this. Is this supposed to be hot, by the way? We're we taking the... turns or going on? It's a barbecue sauce. Let's do it. That is fucking good. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is really good. It's kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Nice design on the label too. This is Great Lakes Brewing Company Dortmunder Gold Lager Barbecue Sauce. Man, I really like that a lot. Yeah, that's very good. Thank yeah. you, Paul. Josh, tastes pretty good. Yeah, I have a pretty muted sense of taste, so a lot of it's going to be lost on me. But, so I remember Nicole getting frustrated with you. Like, you just, it's like that. Sometimes you and Nicole remind me of that episode of 30 Rock where Tina Fey's character, where Liz Lemon goes on a date with, um, what's his name? The, uh, the black guy who's on Who's Line, Wayne Brady. Mm-hmm. And they're such polar opposites. They go to a restaurant, she orders everything, and he's like, I'll have salad. I don't really care about food very much. And she can't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically it then. Yeah. Although for New Year's, Nicole did. Fix us a very nice, like, four-course joy of cooking French dinner. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she really likes cooking. She likes hosting parties. So It was good. Glad was you fun. guys got to come. Uh, I mean, Wayne Brady wasn't there, but... She's got a uh, joy of French cooking book um, that she's uh, she's going to be trying out for next year, uh, for 2017. Uh, probably so. more than 2017. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to interject mm-hmm. just a moment, because I feel like I need to say this, because everybody is thinking it, but... The best appearance of Wayne Brady in anything ever is definitely uh, the Chappelle Show. Show uh-huh. yeah. yeah, so good. I almost don't like it anymore because it was so overquoted. Yeah, there's but, a lot of stuff in Chappelle's Show that's like that mm-hmm. because it's just got it was just so good that everyone said it. I don't want to know if, if you want to open this now, but Paul did give us one of my favorite drinks that I love. This was like this was my gamer fuel. This was my Mountain Dew Code Red mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is it is a a bottle of balls. Is that original flavor balls? Original flavor balls. B A W L S. Now is that Garana? Is that a Garana drink? It is. It is the the super caffeinated balls beverage that I remember Brandon of Axelay fame turned me on to back in the day. Yes. And this is when he used to live we used to live with you. Uh-huh. I drink these all the time. Yes. These are at the save a ton up the road from your apartment. Those are an those are the official that's the official drink of land parties in 1998. Yep. <laughs> um, and also, I um, there's a subreddit for land parties because uh, I'm a big nerd and I do subscribe to that. And th- people still do buy crates of those for land parties that oh, happen. Oh man, now. I have not held one of these in my hand in such a long time. Every year that we have the big cabin party at McWayne's, I consider ordering the 40 case mm, yeah. of. 
original root beer and diet cherry. You bring it back but a I lot of memories. Did. Sitting at yeah. a table like this, Here you know, go. Hold, with, hold with, that. Hold with the that. balls in his yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> I've only had the original flavor. I've only. Had I've the never Garana. had the root beer or had... diet cherry either. Mm-mm. Dave, do you want to hold it? Uh, yes, I do because it's yeah. got all these uh, wonderful little what I like to call nipples on it. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it is it is currently seven thirty six in the p.m. And that has so much caffeine, I don't want to drink it right now. <laughs> Do you think it would clash with the dryness of my Monster Energy Ultra Black? Mm. If I mix these together, like... Oh, no, you should definitely do that. <laughs> mad scientist style. <laughs> Throw in a little uh, Gudmunder in there for, as well. <laughs> it's nice. It's very nice. Um, I say that we save the balls. I say we save that bottle for you. Okay. That's, I'll put this over here. That's your jam. I should make a cocktail out of that. I like that. At some point. Because mm. I just also need to make a cocktail of the Ecto Cooler that we were sent. What else in that box? Here is a bottle of, let's see, the Motor City Hot Sauce. Scotty O'Hotty Beer Bacon Chipotle Hot Sauce. Hmm. Sounds pretty tasty. If you're wondering if I am looking these up on taquitos.net, the answer mm. is I am right now. Yeah. I don't think they have a lot of hot sauces, so maybe that could be Tadpog's angle. Um, I could contact them and be like, hey, um, we're a couple of hot sauce boys. Would you like us to handle all of your hot sauce reviews? That is a lot. That is way too much. That is a good quarter of the bottle accidentally (laughs) spilled out. (laughs) Well, I hope you like it. Scotty O'Hotty, old number two. Made made in Michigan. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Made with good good old mercury or lead water. Go ahead, Josh. Get a lot of it on there. I put a lot on here, so I don't know if it's hot or not. I like Chipotle and I like bacon, so. It smells kind of hot-ish. Hmm. Not super hot, but it is it's good. I like it's the flavor. It's flavorful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's different. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like the Dortmunder better. This is this is this is all right. Yeah, this would be good on chips. Oh, it would be. Oh, like yeah. in a salsa I'd be good mixing a salsa. Yeah. All right, let's try one more before we break this package up. Maybe two more, because I think we have this. Okay. Because through all this bubble wrap, I do see some Dave's Insanity. Yeah. Straight up classic Dave's Insanity sauce. This is what gave me the hiccups so badly on that one episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you want to recreate it? Um, not yet. Okay. <laughs> so I'll get in here and grab one more for Paul's what is shaping up to be a very good package. Yes. Thank you, Paul. This is our unboxing episode. Hey, th- have you heard of Fuego Box? Oh, Paul. All right. That's, an, that's a bottle of balls. This is the root beer. Oh, let's do balls. it. Balls. Yep. I haven't had this one, so yep. Pass it over. I'll pop it open. Are these twist top? I can't remember. Yeah, they're twist top. Life hack. You can look at the top of a bottle and tell if it's twist off or not. Oh. I didn't know that until I was 30 because I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take a sip and pass mm-hmm. it down. I had to mix the Scotty Do Hottie and Dirt Munger together. This is a nice sip, Dave. Thank you. This Balls Garana Root Beer. Because I do love root beer. Tastes like root beer. It does. Mm. I like it. This is the closest thing in a root beer I've had to Barks root beer. Do they not make Barks anymore? They do. Oh, but like A and W and Mug, they're so very they're very different. It's the caffeine. This in is it, pretty similar. Yeah. Yep. Because Barks has bite, as we mm. all know. <laughs> yeah, I could drink that. A lot of that. But yeah, now we've had Ball's Root Beer. 
I bet you there's might be a diet. I hope there's cherry yeah, in there. Diet cherry in there. We'll save that we'll one. See. We'll find out. Because that's 20 minutes, and I'm going to just sniffle for a little while because of the heat. Just sniffle, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul, thank you for sending this. And um, anyone listening, if you haven't checked out Paul's podcast, uh, Loaded Cart Podcast, I recommend you you give it a listen. Uh, I'll have a link to that in the show notes for this episode. And just because, I'm still, I'm curious. I'm going to go ahead and get You're doing it. the mad dog? I'm going to do a drop of this mad dog. Okay. Well, then I'll do, I'll do a drop, too. That way, if people are curious... If it is super hot, it'll fuck me up a little bit, and that'll be funny. And I have there put you. it in the I'm fridge. Try it then too. So, all right, Josh. Josh, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Fuck, yeah. fuck you, Dave. Okay. Fuck you. All right. You're man. not notoriously a spicy. Give me, give me that bottle. Boy. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> okay. Give me that bottle. You're a hot boy, but not a spicy boy, generally. Oh, that's too much. I put too much on there. All right. Oh yeah. I'm much sweeter than I anticipated. I'm not peachy. It's hot. There it's it. There it is. It's hot. I wasn't kidding, man. I had about a dozen drops of this stuff spread out amongst maybe a dozen chips, and it was like it builds too. Like by the time I was on oh. like the twelfth chip, I was crying in my kitchen eating it. I was naked at the time too. If you want to paint an image mm-hmm. with my wiener tucked between my legs. Oh man, because I put that directly on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! What do you think? Oh man. Not the hottest I've had, but yeah, man. It's pretty hot. It's got some staying it's power. Hot, yeah. For a hot sauce and not um, a food additive, mm. I think that's very hot. I think this is hotter than Dave's Insanity. Oh, yeah, maybe so. Because Dave's doesn't do that to me like this does. This, like, my sinuses are opened. My eyes are kind of teary. My saliva is just being, like, jet sprayed into my mouth right now. You're taking it pretty well, Josh. Yeah, it's pretty hot. <laughs> Josh, pretty you're, hot, be, you're yeah. manly man. Yeah. I'm uh, definitely regretting keeping my coat on now, though. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the hot sauce oh, that like man. makes your saliva hot. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so it's like I don't want to swallow. Um, you know, <laughs> subreddit r no. haters, check it out. <laughs> now I'm floating on multiple levels. Oh man! Well, that's a perfect time then to talk about uh, Fantasy Star Four. Uh-huh. Conditions are right. Um, Fantasy Star Four. Yeah, Dave, you hear that? It's me suffering. So uh, read it while I recover. <laughs> I do hear. I hear the. I hear a bunch of suffering Tylers that have been sent by the uh, suffering AI of our solar system, uh, which of course ushers in a segment uh, that we like to call Dave reads on Wikipedia. I think I had a protective coat of uh, balls mm. on my on my tongue, so that helped a little bit. Yeah, if you put it right on your tongue, that's that's a tough oh, one. Oh man! Uh, I also know that a hot sauce is hot when I. Um, my glasses fog up. My glasses are fogging up. <laughs> yeah, that's I see, not a joke. I see them, They're yeah. fogging it's up. Hot. And it's just, I guess, because I'm sweating so much that it's, I don't know. Tony, why are my glasses fogging up after I ate this <laughs> hot sauce? All right, guys. Dave reads from Wikipedia. <laughs> I was all radio morning DJ. Dave reads from Wikipedia. I love it. Fantasy Star 4, colon, the end of the millennium. Uh, did not come out in 1999, as the name might suggest. Uh, it was released in Japan as Fantasy Star, the colon, the end of the millennium, uh, is a role-playing video game released for the Mega Drive slash Genesis in Japan in 1993 and Europe and North America in 1995. So we got it two years later. Uh, it is the fourth and final game in the original Fantasy Star series, concluding the story of the Algol star system. Uh, the game was also made available on the Wii Virtual Console in Japan in 2008, uh, and the PAL regions in also in 2008. Tyler, you blowing your nose? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You doing okay, buddy? Mm. <laughs> mm. 
Whenever my snot starts running into my mouth, yeah. I know it's time to wipe my nose. Yeah, yeah. And that was just two bites. Yeah. Woo. That's a hot sauce. I like this sauce. My sister did so good. Uh, I sent her a text like as I was crying in the kitchen. I was like, oh, you guys did so good. I love you guys so much. This is the best Christmas present ever. Josh, you need some of that? No, I'm good. Thanks. Damn, you're taking this better than I am. Sorry, Dave. Go ahead. It's okay. Um, well, I'm, I'll take as many hot sauce breaks as you want me to take. <laughs> mm. I get it. I understand. Is there a button dedicated to hot sauce breaks? There is a hot sauce button on the board. <laughs> it's right by that nine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Josh, if you could hover your finger over it, I'd appreciate it. No problem. Uh, Fantasy Star 4 kept many of the gameplay elements of the previous games, uh, including turn-based battles, overhead exploration, and magic spells. Uh, the game, which was initially met with positive to mixed reviews upon release, has been subject to very positive critical retrospective reviews and has appeared on several lists of all-time best games. Well, it is definitely on Digital Trends' uh, top 25 Sega Genesis games. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is number six, I believe, on the list. All right. So that's pretty. That's ranked pretty well. All right. I'll get out in front of this. Okay. Man, this I think this is a good fucking game. Yeah, you I like this, this game? I think, yeah. <sighs> My mouth hurts. Is that the, the <laughs> hot sauce talking, Tyler? It's it's fancy. The L.I.C. Stuff. talking? The spaghetti it's, talking? It's what is... both, man. This is a weird feeling. <laughs> man, it's really weird to be floating in my mouth, in my head. Got that floaty in my mouth. <laughs> mm. But I think this is a, a spectacular game, mm-hmm. and I'm almost mad that I started playing it, and I just want to play more of it, and I kind of can't. Why not? It's time. Yeah, just time to other shit to do. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way because I, I haven't finished. I got, uh, we'll probably talk about it. I got uh, pretty far, but uh, to the Air Fortress, Air, Air Castle. Uh, is there, yeah, it, huge. Whenever you, whenever you select it on the menu, it's A Castle, A yeah. dot Castle. Yeah, yeah, A so Castle. A castle. <laughs> uh, so that, that's as far as I got, but I, I do intend at some point to go back and play it because I played the fuck out of it yesterday. I spent yeah. all day yesterday playing it. Now, did you play this um, as a kid? Yes, gosh. I did. And I was actually kind of mad at myself this time playing through because there were a few things that I really enjoyed this time playing through that I know I didn't appreciate. Like that asshole mm. that used to play him, he, he you know, he didn't <laughs> didn't appreciate the uh, some of the, the aspects of this game. But, uh, you know, I didn't have a lot to, uh, I guess, reference to compare it to. You didn't have to, the internet. To, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah. The, and the internet's so, a big help. Uh, I, I only used the guide one time, uh, and that was to uh, discover that there was actually another tent that I was supposed to go to right behind the tent I was in. I was like out exploring the world, going through another dungeon, and yeah, I just like it was missed, right there. I missed a fucking tent. Yeah, I hate it when I do that. But yeah, I had to pull out a guide for that. But I used a guide. I used actually several guides, and I'm glad that I did. I usually don't, but I've got a new policy, and that is um, that I, when I when playing an RPG and I hit a wall, I'm going to use a guide, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm with you 110. percent And I enjoyed it because yep. I did that. And here's I kind of justify it because it's like. I don't know what's in the instruction booklet. Like some some instruction mm. booklets have even maps and stuff like that. You're talking it. about what the magic spells do, right? Yeah. Oh, right. oh god. Oh yeah. yeah. Those oh, are not yeah. intuitive at all. Yeah. Let's start with that. Um, the naming conventions in the game, and I guess some of the mechanics of the game, because um, every character. This is an RPG, and every character has um, some basic combat 
uh, expertise. Mm-hmm. They can fight. That is something that you can select that have that you can have the characters do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can use techniques, which is simulated magic. I guess is probably a way to describe that. Yeah, technology. Right. Uh, techniques use tech points, uh, which work like MP in like a regular RPG. Right. And then there are skills mm-hmm. that you can use. Uh, skills are limited use abilities until you rest. Until you yeah. rest, there it's like two magic systems in one. It's the like Final Fantasy One magic system where you have, you know, you had seven of these spells per day. Spell yeah, slots, yes, essentially, and every time you use one, it goes down. And then they also threw in the MP system as right. well. Like they couldn't decide which one, so they they did both. I like that. I like really? it because the skills are all. Are, I'm sorry, the techs are all shared. Mm-hmm. Those are like your elemental spells, a lot of your restorative spells, mm-hmm. a lot of your buffs, a lot of your debuffs, and like that's kind of shared. Multiple characters can have some of the same. Text. Like Foy, a lot of people have Foy. Foy, right, mm-hmm. which is the fire spell. Yeah. Um, but skills are individual to each character, and I think that's cool. So you think, I feel like they're, they're taking the best of both worlds mm-hmm. because it's like, well, this character can cast Foy, uh, but they also uh, can use this ability that no other character in the game can. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because it makes individual characters important. Yeah, I, I, I see what you mean, yeah. That that is that is a, a part I really loved about the game was all the characters. Yes, all the characters are great. They're yeah, mm-hmm. very unique. Yeah, the the techniques really helped. But uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think the they had very strong characters. I didn't really care for Chaz, the main character. Yeah, but uh, all the others I thought you know were very complimentary to the. the I like game. the characters a lot too. Um, there are a few other things in the system though that I think are really cool, like that. Um, even I mean, were happening. Uh, before like Chrono Trigger, for example, you can combine techniques in this game, yes. mm-hmm. which is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, the instruction manual says that there are 15 different combinations that you can make. I found like three, I think. Well, there, the thing is, uh, there really are only 14 in the game. So from what I found online, people have dedicated their lives to finding <laughs> the 15th one. <laughs> and there is, they found one through Game Genie, uh, which I can't remember the name of the combination technique because they all have different names like if you combine um two different texts all of a sudden it's called like it's you can create blizzard yeah, that's um, what i love about suikoden suikoden does that as well i played a good portion yeah. of suikoden one i think i'm down to play the whole series i just need time yeah i because i think suikoden 2 is one of the greatest rpgs of all time period end of sentence well then we definitely have to do it yeah for the show <laughs> yeah for sure uh, and I will commit to playing that. Like, Sweden 2, I would dare say, like, sure, Earthbound was a two-part series, but, like, Sweden 2, I would dare say, would be a three-part series, because there's just so much that is spectacular in that game. But here or there, Fantasy Star 4. Fantasy Star 4, the first game ever made. Uh, <laughs> which is a really weird title for them to just be like, I don't know, 4? <laughs> we'll probably do prequels later. Yeah, it's just like Star Wars, yeah. exactly, yeah. Um, and then, so there, you can combine techniques, and then there's also something that I'm not used to seeing in an RPG. That's macros. Mm-hmm. Uh, you oh, can, so good. Oh yeah, uh, macros, great idea. I thought. Explain them. But oh, well, I mean, it's pretty simple. You just you go through, you get your party, you go through, you set. Uh, you've got A through A ma- macro A through like F or something like that. Uh, A whole bunch of slots. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you, several slots. So pretty much any variation of enemies you come across but you just you set your like uh macro a is all attacks macro b you set up you could do like 
magic, some maybe like a cure spell, something like Mix that. You could, yeah, spells. you can, you can have whatever, whatever options you choose in battle. You can set that up as a macro. You're programming, uh, yeah, the programming characters. it so that it's it's just very easy to access quickly. Uh, so that's that's the macro. Uh, very good idea. The problem I had with the macros was that your character, your, your all the characters just cycle through so often. Your party's changing yeah. all the time. You know, you go to it's a new to town, you lose yeah. these two characters, but right. gain these two. And so, yeah, you have, have to, to update your you macros. You have to constantly mm. update your macros. So it just got to the point where I gave up on the macros. I would, I would spam macro A, which automatically updated to just attacks. Yeah, I like that fight macro. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, other than that, I eventually just uh, just stopped programming them until I was going to get my main party, uh, the final party. Then I was going to probably go back and do some macros. But I had a death macro that I loved. Uh, it was macro B, and I would update this every time I'd get a new character in the party. I would program it so that every character in my party that had a death spell, I had a death technique or skill, mm-hmm. I would have them all use it. Um, uh, okay. And I was able to clear all kinds of dungeons doing that because... Um, the Unlike, death rate is very high. Yeah, on, yeah. yeah uh, I was surprised. Um, and the the techniques were weird. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, they named strange things. Like right. I remember one is called Spark. Right. I, who would have thought that was an uh, instant that's death an instant spell? Death. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, uh, there's another the Grizz. The, the Albear. Yeah. yeah. Is, <laughs> A lot of Grizzes are. Yeah. Oh man, that. that's what. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's what I had him I was about doing. To say, I didn't have any death time. techniques until I got Grizz. Mm-hmm. So, favorite characters. Josh, you liked Ren, the uh, android? Ren, the android, was my favorite because he carried me through so many battles. There were, uh, there were like a, a couple boss battles where he was the last one standing. Yes. And I was just yes. shooting that plasma rifle uh, just turn after turn. And he was just taking the hits. Uh, plus, he's really handy to have uh, for resources. And, and uh, both the androids were. Uh, they uh, auto heal essentially yes, as, as you walk. as you walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heal up, so they're easy on your your healing resources too. So the downside to androids are you cannot heal them with curing. Yes, techniques. yeah, uh, they have usually they have a uh, a skill. Yes, uh, that recover. they can, yeah they, they can recover their their and it's usually pretty strong. It's uh, a full. It was a yeah. full heal for Ren. I know. Yeah, and you can you get repair packs in in game uh, one use items uh, that can actually revive them from the dead. But apparently, the and- androids were a big thing in Fantasy Star Three mm-hmm. to introduce like the metahumans. Uh, like what what was her name in, in Fantasy Star Two? Nay, nay, because this the is cat girl. Because Fantasy Star Four is the direct sequel to Fantasy Star Two. Right. Fantasy Star Three, I've never played, but um, after doing some research, I'm kind of interested in it. Mm-hmm. It's not on a lot of best games lists because it like falls into some trappings that a lot of people don't like. Like yeah. it's certain parts of it are difficult to get through. I hear, mm-hmm. but it's like this really cool mechanic in Fantasy Star Three where. You play as like three different generations of a character, and like at the end of one character's uh, gameplay, you choose for someone for him to marry, and then depending on who you mar- oh, who you pair him okay. with, they have a child, and then you play Act Two as that child. That child finds a part. You choose a partner for that child at the end of Act Two, and as Act Three, you play as that child. That's a really like when I heard that like, wow. that's how that game played, like I was like, holy shit, that sounds fun. Yeah. But then I everything else is like, but the game is not good. 
Hmm. So like, I hear that random encounters are kind of weird, um, and there are a lot of little bits that are super annoying. Oh, okay. But like as a concept, I think that's cool. Yeah. Also, like you said, uh, Fantasy Star 4 being the direct sequel to Fantasy Star 2, Fantasy Star 3 does not take place, uh, as far as I know, it's a different in, star in the system. Algo system. Yeah. Right. But it includes, Fantasy Star 4 blends elements of 2 and 3. So like the metahumans and... Androids. Ren, mm-hmm. um, from what I hear, is actually in Fantasy Star 3. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Or mm. at least um, some inter- some kind of incarnation of Ren. Uh, the name Ren, for sure, is yeah. in Fantasy Star 3. Mm. So I think that's kind of cool. He's, that he's, uh, cool. According to his little status bio, he is 998 years old. Oh. So he's very possible. You yeah, think he'd be a shitty model by then. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Very obsolete. Yeah. Ren's very important. He is in charge of one of the satellites that uh, pretty much controls the world. Yeah. Well, the solar system. Yeah. Like the whole system. Right. Yeah. But that that's like part of the, the story. <laughs> I know we're going to get into the story a little bit. Uh, yeah. Probably. But, uh, but yeah, I wanted to... Uh, uh, did you have a favorite character? Um, I really like Grizz, the the owlbear. Grizz is yes. an owlbear barbarian. Yeah, that like just <laughs> that's just what he is. If you're if you've ever played D anD D, you know what an owlbear is. Okay, yeah, you do. If you <laughs> haven't played D anD D, play D anD D. First of all, and second of all, an owlbear. We'll wait. Go yeah, ahead. it's fine. Just pause it. <laughs> play. Just play eighteen years of D anD D, and then come back. Um, an owl bear is essentially um, a bear and an owl combined into one creature. Yep. <laughs> um, but these are humanoid forms, uh, and they are the character designs on these things are amazing. Mm-hmm. I love how they look. I loved Grizz. Like Grizz's attitude was all like, um, "Zio fucked up my city and killed a bunch of people I like, so I'm going to kill him." Mm-hmm. And then when I'm done with that. I'm done with you. <laughs> and I was like, man, I like Grizz. Like, that's a real, like, barbarian. Like, that's, like, ar- archetypical yeah. barbarian. Like, uh, and I like that. Uh, yeah, I like the the characters. And I also like the way the stories tell. Like, almost told. Telt. It's Telt. Jesus. How uh, <laughs> was that story like, Telt? <laughs> yeah. Just like a, like a comic book form. Like, oh, you get yes. the, you get, yeah, you get the, the pop-up images as the story progresses, as, like, scenes are happening. Right. Yeah, it's... it's and they're all in manga style. Yeah. The, manga yeah. style, manga. sorry. Um, yeah, in panels. Kind of yeah. like uh, the, the Bad Hulk movie. Which yes. is for Connelly. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> where they did something similar, uh-huh. where they told like a lot of exposition through through panels. Um, Tyler, did did you have a favorite character in this game? Uh, I loved Demi, the android, because I mean he played into what I like healing and support and things like that. Yeah. Other than that, I spoilers one, two, three. I'm a heartbreaking fan of Alice. Yeah, I think Alice oh. is fantastic. You're right. And jumping ahead a little bit. When I played through this game, yeah. hey, I spent hey. hours. Hey, this is for real a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're listening to this and like you want to play this game, which I recommend that you do, mm-hmm. um, maybe. I mean, if we're gonna get in the spoiler territory, then I think just on this part because it is a, it is a, it is worth noting to me how much I spent on it. So skip ahead maybe five minutes. Mm-hmm. Get back with us because um, I have a feeling I can tell. That uh, we're about to drop some spoiler bombs. Yep, Alice is the heiress of this game. Yeah, the the heiress, like the heiress of the fortune, ketchup, the Chaz for, <laughs> fortune. Because Alice is Chaz's mentor, right? Like she's sort of your your rock character throughout most of the game, and then she dies. 
Yeah, and it's hand, her death is handled really well. Yeah, like I feel, I honestly feel like her death is handled better than most video game deaths, mm-hmm. including something that might have happened in maybe a Final Fantasy game that might have been the seventh one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like I think, I dead, think, but not really dead. Like yeah, whenever yeah, she's dead, she's dead. Oh yeah, this is handled super yeah. well in Fantasy Star and, Four. Alice's death. Yeah, because you you think you're gonna save her. You she gets injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go off on a quest thinking you're gonna you're gonna save her, and no, you don't. You fucking yeah. go back, and she she dies on. You, you. try your best. Yeah, yeah. You but, try. Yeah. You do the quest. You complete the quest. Yeah. Oh, and I was you get so back, upset. I was she, so upset. She dies as a kid because I love. I kind of loved Alice, it's, and she it's was, it's sudden too because yeah. like she she closes her eyes. You think, well, maybe this isn't, and then you're at a you're at her grave, and then the music kicks in. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're, you're no, it's yeah, it's touching. I think they handled it really well. Yeah. Like it was, it was. That is the moment where I decided that I was committed to finishing the game. Yeah. Because it happens early on in the story. Yeah. Uh, this isn't like a halfway point or anything like that. Like, I mean, it happens probably like the beginning, mm-hmm. like the end of Act One. Like, she's, I mean, like, she's she's pretty strong. Yes. So you kind of. Yeah, because she's, she's got a uh, boomerang attack. Her you, standard attack is an AOE you, attack. Yeah, <laughs> you equip her with two boomerangs and she's doing the damage you do to Slashers. all every enemy. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. still remembered that noise, the, the sound effect that, of her. Of throwing the boomerangs, yeah. like whenever I did that, playing through it again, I was like, "Oh, I remember that." Oh, and the sound. animation's really great so too, well. because she just like flicks her wrist off the yep. screen. Yeah, yeah, and the yeah the, the slasher goes off the screen and then comes back around and hits the mm-hmm. line of enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, a point of the animation too, the battle system or the battle uh, the battles are set up like Dragon Warrior. You're it right Third in person. front of the enemy. Yeah, but you actually have character animation. You, right. Whenever it's your character's turn, you see them from the back and they do an attack animation, you know, whether they're pulling out a big plasma rifle to shoot or yeah, in Alice's case, uh she throws a boomerang off the screen and it comes around. Uh a cool touch that I thought uh that I really appreciate this time around, you uh du- dual wield, you yeah. equip two weapons and you actually see two attack animations. Yeah. Changes mm-hmm. the animations, yeah. yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. I think that would have been a quarter yeah. that they would have cut in pretty yeah. much any other game. It's a nice attention yeah. to detail, and it's nice that every character can dual wield if, yeah, they, if, if they, they want, want to. If it's a dual wielding weapon. Um, I think there are two-handed weapons or, yeah, one-handed dual wielding weapons. Uh, I liked Alice a lot, too, and it was very sad when the thing happened to her. See, because that's why whenever you go to spoilers again, one, two, three, when you go to Planet X... And I was just like convinced. I was convinced. I think it was Planet X. If I'm wrong, because I'm having no, to I'm not familiar with it. It was the the hidden planet. That oh you have right, to find. yes, the fourth planet in the system. Yeah. That I, when you go there and you fight her, I was so convinced there's mm. something I can do to save her. There's now she's back. There's something I can do to bring her back. I spent, I swear to God, twenty fucking hours replaying that fight, replaying that scenario, trying. Using every item, using every technique, yeah. grinding and getting stronger before I went to fight every single thing because I desperately wanted to save her. See, I'm trying to remember like the time in our lives when that was you, something you, you and could and do. I, no, <laughs> no, I'm trying to remember the time when you and I were playing through this game. Like, were you like withdrawn that like that summer? And I just didn't realize <laughs> it was there's like or that two days. Yeah. I could spend twenty hours in two days back then on 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 something. I just I'm trying to trying to remember if you were like acting different, if you were like a little heartbroken or something, mm. and I didn't. I, I never knew why, but now I do. 
Oh man, because I was so, and I eventually just gave up because I couldn't figure it out. I still, I never, I don't look it. I didn't look it up. I don't know. I don't know. I'm assuming there's nothing you can do. But do you want to know what I found sure. out? Yes, please. She's totally savable. Uh, you just you didn't try yeah, hard enough. You got to try harder next time. Oh, okay. Next time you're a kid. Damn. Instead of doing 20 hours, I'll go back. I need you to do 30. Do- <laughs> doctor, <laughs> doctor, come save me. <laughs> No, she's just an illusion. Later on, oh man, like you could probably game genie her back in a bit. I would, I would have absolutely done that. Play through that's, a glitchy ass version of the game. That's blood magic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's what my game genie is. Yeah. The way it fucks everything game up. Genie it is, is blood, like magic. blood magic. And I was wondering because it's like I was even thinking about game genie when I was playing this because there are some fights like there, there, like in most RPGs. This is a trope in RPGs. There are some fights in this game that are unwinnable. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to lose it's a story point yeah. not not all the ca- not always you're not always supposed to lose sometimes you're supposed to use a special item and sometimes you're supposed to, to run pray. away <laughs> yeah and sometimes it, it doesn't tell you right. the game doesn't tell you you got to find out the hard way sometimes sometimes the hard way is right after a full dungeon <laughs> wait are you talking about fantasy star uh, four yeah what, uh, what happened Zio? yeah Zio. Uh, well, uh, Zio is a um, megalomaniac, black yeah. magician. He's, he's, black magician. he's the first like major villain you come across. You hear a lot of rumors about him in the very beginning of the game, so you you can't beat him the first time you encounter him. You can't beat him. He's got a magic barrier. You can't. Uh, you well, just Rune tries to tell you. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to uh, so you uh, you go off on a quest. You eventually find, hey, this magic staff is the only thing that can b- beat his barrier. That is you, called a psycho wand. Psycho wand. <laughs> <laughs> that is the name of that. So you go through the dungeon. A you... Hitachi psycho wand. <laughs> <laughs> to make your uterus set back into place and not wander around your body <laughs> driving you crazy. So you uh, you get the psycho wand from this, this, this quest. You equip it because it's a little bit better than the the staff you have now. Uh, you go through the dungeon to fight Zio. You fight him. I attacked. I attacked with it. No, you're supposed to use it as an yeah, item. Yeah, you have to use it as I an item. I didn't realize that because I'd never used items like that before, used equipped items. Uh, so I thought, yeah, Rune's got use this Use it like staff. a Massamoon. Yeah, yeah Rune's got this staff right. equipped. Attack him with it. Whack. Well, You've got one round, really, to act. Yeah. Uh, because uh, the first round, he summons the Dark Force. Uh, the second round, he killed Rune. So I attack. I'm like, Who has oh. a Psycho Yeah, one. who has mm-hmm. a Psycho one? So uh, first round, yeah, I attack. Oh, I guess that's not what I was supposed to do. Maybe next round, I'll use it as an item. Nope, didn't get the chance. I was dead. So he just he he sniped Rune, then just w- leisurely went after the rest of my party, and I had to watch. And that's just, when you're supposed to be able to beat him. Uh-huh. Um, I'm curious yeah. what happens if you use a game genie. The first time you fight uh, Zio, the black magician, mm-hmm. Zio, the first time you fight him, you're supposed to lose. Um, and I'm just curious what happens if you, like, can you win this? Like, can you game genie it so that you win it? And then it, like, what happens? Does it just break the game? Like, <laughs> like what, what, hap- what happens? You won the universe. Get just black. <laughs> Surely not, because like no pro. Like were the programmers thinking? Well, what if they beat him? Like <laughs> probably <laughs> not. It? <laughs> it just also reminds me of like what fighting guy gets in Earthbound that you can't actually beat him. You don't deal. He's immune. It says you're dealing damage, but he's immune to all all damage right. except one, which is poison damage. So the only way to beat Gygus in Earthbound is to throw a snake at him. 
Snake. <laughs> and then wait long Arbok, enough. For the, I choose you. <laughs> nice. <laughs> to wait long enough for the poison to kill him, in which case he just stops acting, and then you can finish him off. <laughs> he just gets well, sleepy. <laughs> I don't. And I don't think they considered it because I mean it's not. It's not an option for you. Really, to win because maximum amount of damage you're doing is one. one point. It's not like in Suikoden where you can save pawn. Yeah, it's a really hard fight. You have to spend a ton of time grinding yeah, you out have levels. To, once you get him, but it can it be done. If you don't like him, you have to yeah. use him. So you're definitely not supposed to win that. No, so no, yeah, no. there's no yeah. way you're supposed. Yeah, but I mean, if you game genius, yeah. so you're like, uh, I don't know. Every time I, if it's it, only it, one damage, you would think like maybe it's pl- it's plausible. Sure, he has a hundred thousand hit points. <laughs> right. Maybe, Maybe. but there's a slim, slim chance you could do it. I'm curious if you do that, like if you use a game genie and beat Zion the first time you fight him, if it breaks the world a la the Final Fantasy VI glitch, you know, the one that (laughs) Mm -hmm. breaks the entire world. I can't remember what you do to... Do you remember what you have to do in order to to like access all all this glitchy shit in Final Fantasy VI? Uh, You die... Well, I know one being you die on the floating... you, You save outside of Narsh, play through the floating continent dying on the floating continent that makes your airship spawn outside of Narsh when you're level three. And then you can fly everywhere for the rest of the game. And, and it does crazy shit yep, to the game. Any character you're supposed to have is then replaced with a Moogle. <laughs> One of the, yeah. like, Kupop, Kumama, all that from the beginning of the game. That's what I want to see in, in Fantasy Star 4. I want to see some weird shit like that where they're like, well, we built kind of built a contingency in case you beat Zio, but I don't know. Although it would also be cool if it did like roll credits. And like, it's like, congratulations, you, cheater. You won. Man, because this, uh, playing through this again at, at 32, uh, every time I just saw Zio the Black Magician, I just imagined Yu Gi Oh! throwing down, I play my 4,000 Dark Magician. And then the way he would just appear. I am every unfamiliar. fucking time. I'm. I never got into Yu-Gi-Oh. I vaguely. Yeah. I. I wasn't really into it. I just what few episodes sure, I watched. Sure, Tyler. I, sure. I, I would say if I yeah. loved Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle of Zombie and My Neighbors fame fucking loves Yu-Gi-Oh. Used to go to Yu-Gi-Oh. Tournaments I see. Throw Kyle under cities. the bus. I, I see. Will. Yeah, he, <laughs> he. He's welcome to come back on and do whatever the fuck he wants. But I, I try getting into Yu-Gi-Oh. It sounded interesting to me. I watched a few episodes, yeah. and I swear all Yu-Gi-Oh did on those episodes that I watched was use Dark Magician. Every fucking... I choose you, Dark Magician. That's, that's it. There, every, every episode. The comic shop I got my comics at in Lexington had a Yu-Gi-Oh machine. I don't know. It was like some kind of like cocktail arcade cabinet almost where it's like i guess it was some kind of Yu-Gi-Oh game hmm. and it's like every time i was in there it would like it would just yell things like that's to like try to attract <laughs> people to come over and it was like fight me hey cunt yeah <laughs> <laughs> what did you say nothing bitch i bet you don't even magic you don't have any quarters do you <laughs> i bet you a yugi no hello wife she looked at me whenever i said hey bitch what'd you say what did you say <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Star 4 yeah. Fantasy Star 4 Do you guys you want to get into the story? Um, well, I guess, what how, what time are we at? Uh, we were at 55 minutes Okay, yeah, we can touch on the story I uh, Or do you want to take calls for like a little bit and then roll into part 2? Yeah, we can do that um, I feel like we've kind of gone over the system uh, it, is, mm-hmm. it is an upgrade from Fantasy Star 2 All the complaints I had about Fantasy Star 4 were fixed for Fantasy Star Fantasy Star Other 2 or fixed for Fantasy Star 4. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Same every, every 
single complaint I had. And I thought about you when I was playing this game because in the random encounters, um, when you're fighting enemies, they're no longer on that laser perspective. Yep. Red. Yep. You, there's actually like <laughs> an environment back mm-hmm. behind them. That's, that will change. Sometimes and... they're animated. I thought it was really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, like I really did. I was. In, I remember saying on Fantasy Star 2, I was like, I don't know. I kind of like the laser background. It's got this like retro old school yeah. feel. It's like Tron. It's like Tron. I believe I actually said <laughs> yeah. that. But like playing Fantasy Star 4, I'm like, oh yeah, this is so much better. Mm-hmm. Like this is, yeah, this is like gives me a sense <laughs> of context. Yeah, the uh, the enemy animations are also pretty good too. Mm-hmm. They don't like just wiggle back and forth when they attack or something. Oh yeah, like, you flash. See, yeah, you see you see them like actually move, like at a limb extend and attack you, or the head turn and like breathe a gout of flame at you. Yeah, stuff like that. You actually uh, will see them see them move. I was pretty impressed. I love how this game mm-hmm. looks. I love how the game looks. I love how the story is told through those manga panels. Mm-hmm. I even like the character design because it's all like this like nineteen. 19- Late '80s. Oh yeah, anime. Chaz. Chaz, the main character with he, the headband. He looks the... very like. I know you mentioned Planet X uh, before, but I was going to mention this. He's like the uh, the Godzilla uh, versus King Ghidorah movie with the. I'm the, unfamiliar. Oh, okay, nope. there are these. <laughs> the enemies are from the like villains are from Planet X, and they're very wearing these like very spacey looking jumpsuits with like the V shaped like shoulders that come down. Is it made right out of silver? It has to be like yeah, reflective, yeah. Right? That's like like exactly how Chaz. <laughs> is dressed yeah. in this game <laughs> only he's like in red and white as opposed to like black and silver so I love it though because it like it plays back to those like old retro mm-hmm. it's like retro futurism yeah. like everything about this game is like retro who is the girl that was in Greece uh, I can ask the Greece boys I don't know I've only yeah. seen Greece Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, lovely wife. <laughs> I'm glad that, I'm uh, glad that the one broad person was in your And then part two of that is what's that music video she did about exercise? Uh, let's get physical. Let's get physical. There we go. Chaz looks like a backup dancer from a, the Let's Get Physical. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you're right. But I guess last comment before we delve into story and all that, the music in this game is fucking amazing. The music is yes. great. It's perfect. The music is great. The sound in general, I yeah, think, the, the is Yeah, the sound great. effects, you mentioned that, that swoosh. That, like, <sighs> throwing sound, the boomerangs. Yeah. That like, intro. Doom, 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 yeah. doom, 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 doom. I mean, it is they, really good. Did they play the Genesis like that, that tinny, chippy, futuristic... Um, this is my father calling me on Skype video. All right, put him through. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Hey, hey, Dad. Hey, Dave. How you doing? Pretty good. We're recording a podcast New right year. now. Happy oh, New okay. Year. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, that's okay. Did your, fam- did your family make it in? Yeah, they made it in right before I came over to record. Okay, see you later. Bye. All right, bye, Dad. <laughs> well, do you know anything about Fantasy Star 4? No, I don't. Okay. Well, all right. What score are you wanting to know? No, Fantasy Star 4. (laughs) No, I don't. You don't know anything about it? Okay. Not about that. No, okay. I was curious if you had an opinion. Okay. (laughs) See you, Dad. I love you. Love you too. Bye-bye. Bye. My dad doesn't know anything. That was yeah, good. Was, I mean, <laughs> that you had was really to ask. Good. You had to ask. Now both our dads have been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I know my dad doesn't know shit about Fantasy Star 4. <laughs> no, a boy has to ask his dad that at least once in his life. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'll, I'm going to make a note right now at his eulogy. I'll mention that. <laughs> my, my, I loved my father. Unfortunately, he did not know anything about Fantasy Star 4. Half the audience gets up leaves. <laughs> <laughs> They're angry. <laughs> what the? F- I thought I knew him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm going to cosplay to as Chaz on, on your dad's funeral. <laughs> That's cool, right? <laughs> Wasn't yeah. he? I thought he... I feel silly now. (laughs) All right, we'll call your dad, Josh. Let's make call call all dads. Yeah, I've got. If what's your dad's number? I'll call him right now. Um, Well, he he wouldn't he wouldn't like to be on the show. I don't think you guys you guys are pro. We won't tell you guys are pro abortion, (laughs) so he he's not going to be on the show. Yeah, sure. Your dad is a. I remember you telling me that he is a single issue voter. Mm -hmm. Not not one single other thing matters. Uh Josh's dad. What do you know about Fantasy Star Four? Nothing. How about abortion? (laughs) Is there abortion in it? Let's talk about that for fifteen minutes with. Josh is dead. There might be alien abortion in it. How do you feel about that? Mm. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> Did I miss something? Is that later in the game that I got? The alien oh, yeah, abortion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a whole <laughs> side quest. Yeah, things get freaky with Raja. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of speaking of side quests, yeah. Yeah, what did you guys think of the uh, the hunter missions, the uh, the side quests in those? I like the, the yeah. I like the hunter missions uh, because it kind of allows me to do something else. It makes the game feel like there's more to it than just one linear story. I oh. tried doing those in in Dungeons and Dragons one time, like doing like hunt side missions. Man, did not work out. It's tough in D and D. Did D&D. not work out because I would have some players that want to play every day, and they're all down. Hey, the constant text messages. Side mission. I got a little wild. Into a side mission. It's cool. And other players who. Okay, I have four hours once a week. I have no other time. Don't don't even fucking ask me. <laughs> so then, like, there would be a huge imbalance. It led to an imbalance right. in the party. Oh, and that gets weird too when you're talking about like not having time and stuff like that. Like, even from like in character, like in Fantasy Star Four, it gets weird because it's like, like for example, when you're trying to save Alice, when Alice is sick, she's hit by the dark wave. It's like we got to save her, but before we do that, we got to drop off of this plate center and stop all these earthquakes. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the Legend of Zelda thing. It's yeah, yeah, Ganon has uh, has captured Princess Zelda. Uh, but you gotta fish, bro. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta get that really good rod and, yeah. and catch that record or, fish. Or yeah. Fallout Four, even. Man, yeah. I gotta find my son. But before I do that, let's build this town. Yeah. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta make sure these guys are outfitted with food and water and security. I like. I mean, I never, I never even like took maybe the fifth quest in the Fallout 4 mm-hmm. story. Like, I mean, it just didn't yeah. happen. And it was like 30 hours in, and it was like, okay, well, I guess I'm not going to do that. Yeah, I, the, the Fallout games, like, the story missions are the last thing I do. I do literally everything else. Me too. And, yep. by, I mean, by the end of it, there is kind of an imba- imbalance because I was, like, had a, oh, like, yeah, full... they don't scale with you as, yeah, as I had, well. I had full, like, X01 power armor <laughs> with, like, a souped-up legendary Gatlin laser. <laughs> <laughs> that I was just like mowing through the institute with, but you know that's that's the game. That's Fallout. So, yeah, I do want to play through Nuka World. That's about. Is that a DLC? Yeah, Nuka World. Where, that yeah, they're they're the Nuka Cola version of Disney World of a foreclosed post-apocalyptic. After the end That's of the, the world, Pope's play it was okay. I need to go back and play, uh, play as like a raider. The character I was playing uh, was uh, like very good. He was, was like all Minutemen. 
Uh, And you're, I mean, it is a raider town that you're in. So you get an option uh, like very early on in the, in the, like the, the Nuka world uh, storyline where you can just like attack all the raiders, which is what my character did. So I missed out on like this huge section of story because that wasn't Uh. like my character that I was playing. It wasn't so... Uh, so that may be something to consider. Of course, you know, you could just say fuck it and not play in character and just do the, the story missions. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd spent I'd spent all this time Paul, working on the yeah, the Minuteman, the 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 character I had in, I had in mind and so I missed yeah. I missed out on a lot, so I gotta go back and play it. But hmm. it's a it's a decent DLC. Yeah. I wish okay. I wish they would have did more for Fallout Four. I haven't touched any of the DLC. And they're good. They're just mm-hmm. two of them. So Yeah. Season and pass they, paying off, huh? Yeah. And they even made it more expensive, yeah, <laughs> yeah. after that. Because like, oh, these could be more uh, more to these than we thought. Yeah, they're like, I'm glad I bought season pass on day one then. I mean, do you think that's why they did it? They were like, oh man, these season pass people are probably upset. So let's make them real expensive. Plausibly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. So let's do calls? We do one. Yeah, we can do a few. Let's do a few calls. All right, let's see. Um, this one's from my dad. <laughs> Uh, this is from this is from my dad, aka uh, patron saint Zach English. I need nicotine, goddammit. I need nicotine. Like, give me a cigarette. Nobody here. Hey, baby. I'll talk to you later. Bye. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Pardon me. I was like, oh, is this real? Is this real? <laughs> was he talking? Was he talking to a cigarette? I'm I don't know. Is he in prison? His, fo- his phone cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. This is this is Zach again. I need nicotine. God he needs damn it. nicotine. I need nicotine. Like, give me a cigarette. Nobody here. Hey, baby. I'll talk to you later. Bye. What the uh, fuck, Zach? Did he just? I, are you okay? There's no way yeah. to duplicate those, right? He had to call back and say the exact same thing, right? He's like yeah. rehearsing <laughs> lines. What's going on? Uh, Zach, I hope you got that shit straightened out. Here is a call from 413. What up, fucking Tad Pod? It's Sean. He's calling back two weeks later. <laughs> uh, to, uh, you know, I just listened to uh, Jurassic Park, and I just wanted to, you know, kind of reach out to Adam a little bit and say, uh, <laughs> you get what you're saying with your parents' house, man. Like, uh, my grandparents just sold their house. You know, they've both actually since passed. But they sold their house like a year ago, and it was super weird to, uh, it's really weird to pass that house and know that it no longer is in the family, you know, growing up, always going there. There's other people um, growing up in there now. But yeah, like, dude, I can, I can, you know, I resonate with what you're saying. But to take that to a different place, I also want to really thank you for really embracing this co-host Adam thing, because that really made my day. Uh, I love that this, is, uh, this conversation is continuing in like three month increments. Uh, but anyway, that's Tad Pod Nation. Uh, I just wanted to say <laughs> I realized about two days too late that last time I called, I was very trash. <laughs> we call it Tad Pod Wasted. Where, uh, we have this idea of getting so drunk that, uh, that uh, you'll call in and leave a message. Clearly, this might actually be another one of those. But, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know where I was going. <laughs> I don't remember where I was going with this. Uh, anyways, 
probably like mid-November right now for y'all. You're so kind. Is there uh, <laughs> any Thanksgiving plans that you guys look forward to or traditions that you look forward to every year that you've had and keep up until today? Uh, well, keep doing what uh, what you do. And, yeah, later, guys. Is there a Tadpog drinking game? Because there should be. Um, Every time I say pretty good, people take a good. shot. Yeah, I've killed people. And then like, <laughs> and then by the end they have to call. And call <laughs> yeah. the episode's over, then you have to call the dead fuck line. That's good. It's pretty good. Gulp. Yeah. Um, this Thanksgiving was great for me. This was Melissa and mine first Thanksgiving, and she has a huge family. So we went over to her grand her grandfather's like, for Thanksgiving. Like the clumps. So much bigger than the clumps. Okay. <laughs> so much bigger. No, she has uh, her her dad is one of five, and then they all have multiple kids, and then everyone gets together, and it was at least sixty people in in her mm-hmm. grandfather's house. So okay, so it's at at her grandfather's mm-hmm. house. Yep. You don't want that here. I could give it a shot. It's fine. <laughs> no, I don't think you want that. I wouldn't want that. That's like that is definitely like that sounds like a fun Thanksgiving, but that definitely sounds like a not at my place Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, uh, my parents' side, you know, my side of the family, yeah, uh, there's anywhere from twenty to thirty usually for Thanksgiving. But this year we did my wife's side of the family, and there were five of us, and it was awesome. Yeah, it's great. Just five of us. That's it. Yeah, they were wonderful. There were five of us at my yeah. Thanksgiving too. And Nicole, is- your wife, or a different wife. Nicole, my wife. Okay, good. All right. You said wife. Yeah. Like, we know who Nicole is, so who's yes. who's this bitch? I feel like he was setting us up for my wife, <laughs> and we just totally did not, we didn't follow through. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> that was a good setup. No one spiked it. Josh, always on that Borat volleyball kick. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Borat volleyball. That's, can we kickstart that? You're playing game? volleyball. I'm playing Borat chess. <laughs> <laughs> Borat chess? Is that like battle chess? I can make <laughs> you make a Borat reference in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I think we're done. <laughs> Take a shot. <laughs> uh, so let's wrap this up get to part two. So... Thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show. Oh, fuck it. I don't want to do that. We got two episodes. So we're at a bunch of places. Yeah. Get shirts on Amazon. Search yes. Tadpog. Uh, let's see if you want to send us something like Paul did. All these wonderful hot sauces and balls. Hot, hot, hot balls. <laughs> send us your balls, please. <laughs> you can send that to uh, Nicole Nance or Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. There is a phone line where you can call us and leave messages or texts. Operators are standing by. 270-883-2555. You want to talk to my dad? Yeah. We could probably set that up. Yeah. We could do a whole show or just talk, ask him questions, and he doesn't if understand If you're a $100 donor a month, you can talk to our dads. <laughs> I, 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 man, the part that really baffles me is that he thought I was asking about a score, and it's like... You know me, man. You know I'm not asking about a school. Is there a game? I, oh, you stuff? got him excited for a second. He like, my son's finally into sports. Oh, this is it. This is the day. The score? He's asking me about sports, not a video game from 1989 <laughs> about space. 93, let's be 93. fair. Come on. Fancy Star 2 is 89. You're right. 93. I'm not some kind of jerk. <laughs> Some kind of 89 jerk He's like Fantasy Star 4 I know 2 son But 4 yeah. Come on You mean the one With the Tron grid No dad I well, have then, no son Well then Fuck off <laughs>
Uh, let's see. Uh, I started posting things on Instagram again. So tadbock underscore podcast on Instagram. Oh shit! I do have a postcard. Oh, and that was sent to us. Melissa's favorite to the PO box. Holiday slash artistic styles. What is she, the art? What is that? Uh, day, the day of the dead. Day of the dead. Mm-hmm. What is uh? Is that Deus <laughs> de la Morte? This, this is, is right? pretty good. Yeah, there you go. This 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 fits. Tadpog. This is an X-ray of my dad's face. <laughs> Ramon Federico Castillo II, <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Valos Locos Forever. Thought that was going to say Valamorgolis. Ramon. Nice. So thank you, Ramon, thank for you, that, Ramon. that deep Mexican cut you just deep, made there. That is a nice looking postcard. It I do is, like that. It's a very nice postcard. Reminds Melissa, me of ever, uh, Guacamole. Do you ever paint your face up for Day of the Dead? Do you ever do that? Yes. I mean, well, you, when we have Day of the Dead sex. Yeah. We just end up just laying there. Ba-dum-cha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that dad joke. Is that good? Would you like me to call my dad? We can run that by him. <laughs> I actually honestly think it's probably a little too racy for let's, him. Let's make a sex joke and just a super lame joke and just one one just mash up. <laughs> Melissa will let her favorite joke. It's dad multiple choice is what it is. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive. Yep. You can find the link to that track in the show notes at timebug.com. Yep. Thank you, Josh, for coming on part one. Oh, yeah, Josh. Thank you for having me. And thank you for letting me taste your uh, tasty sauces and balls. Damn right. Yeah, you're welcome. So then if you just remain seated, you can be in part two. Done. Which we're totally going to record in a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I will stay here the whole time. We'll all sit here like androids <laughs> and wait for a week to pass and then we'll record again. How would you like to close this out, Josh? Mm, uh, making your your favorite uh, slasher noises. Slasher noises? Oh, oh like the, the boomerang noises? Yeah, the boom- the boomerang. Yeah. yeah, they're called slashers. Okay. All right. That's a tough one, but I'll do my best. Anthropomorphic boomerangs. It's fine. Like if they had a personality... Like, is that what I mean? Like, uh-huh. like I'm the or Thunder Slasher. <laughs> I talk like this. <laughs> okay, let's just do... Kaboom. <laughs> let's just do owlbears then. Owlbears. Okay. okay. So, until you think next... they sound more owl-like or bear-like? I'm, we're going to find out. It's, it probably okay. depends on who on your parentage. Yeah. Let me burp, because I bowled up for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Good show. It's good show. It's 2017. Yeah, <laughs> Wow, yikes. <laughs> it's been a while since I've been on the, it been like, well, this is an episode. <laughs> hey, we got Fantasy Star 4 done, so people will be Ish, happy. Kind of. We, we started on it. We, Yeah, well, that's true. Well, <laughs> we're halfway there. We, we've started. Whether people will be happy or not, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't promise anything. I can tell you the score, though. Yeah, <laughs> Fantasy Star, yeah. 18 to 24. Fantasy Star versus the Celtics? <laughs> I think I caught that one. You know, Fantasy Star has really good fundamentals this year. <laughs> they're rebuilding the team. They had they had such a bad year that they were able to use it to it, rebuild. It can't dunk, but it has very good fundamentals. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing <laughs> Futurama. <laughs> so until next time. Albert. If we use that box as a full intro, like that'll take this that box. I don't know what's in it, but that box looks like a 30-minute box. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know. I, I say I say it's you a thirty-seven minute box. Minute box Dave. <laughs> it's easily a thirty-seven minute box. You can see how it's bulging. Yeah. On this side, yeah, thirty-seven. Extra minutes. seven minutes easy. 